Welcome to the To Read List. I'm Bailey, and this is a podcast where I attempt to get through the 143 unread books on my shelf. With me, as always, is my friend Toby. Hey. My brother, Andrew. Hello. And my husband, Dylan's the sound recordist. Good day. Mm. Full disclosure, we're recording a bunch of these episodes before uh, our Christmas slash holiday break. And I just want to point this out because that 143 is almost certainly not accurate. It's almost Mm. certainly like 168 at this point (laughs) because Bailey has a problem and that's why we're here today. Mm, I don't know if it's Bailey's problem that she gets given a bunch of books on Christmas. That is true. She She has the personality (laughs) to request books. We'll, We'll find out what the actual number is i'll put i'll say 143 asterisks well on this week's minisode andrew had a really great idea he just recently read the book outlander by diana gabaldon you heard of it heard of it um and sorry i read the second best book of all time outlander by diana gabaldon you're right you're right thank you um well andrew why don't don't you tell us your idea for the podcast oh (laughs) i wasn't prepared for this um why don't you explain in a manly way so the idea was basically the conceit of outlander is that um, our hero, Claire Beecham, touches a rock and is transported back in time. So I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to find out in the literary world where we as literary nerds mm-hmm. would want to be transported to if we had a, a rock that transported us in space and time. Um, so the I- And in some cases, reality. And in some cases, reality. So basically, we're picking our top three places we would like to be able to outlander travel to. Outlander rock travel. Outlander rock. We have three rock. outlander rock. On. <laughs> look, we're, look, we're getting it's three a of them, and they're going to send us to different places in the literary realms that we have enjoyed. I'm, I'm picturing, you know, in um, the Nightmare Before Christmas when they go into the woods and ah. he finds the tree, and he goes in the one with the Christmas tree. And I always wanted there to be a sequel when he goes into a different one, like the Easter yeah. Bunny one or whatever. So I'm just picturing just a field of rocks, <laughs> and they go all different places. Yeah, like, and you're made out of clay. Yes, mm. and I'm a skeleton, a fly skeleton. Yes. Mm. All right, so uh, we'll do our top three places to Outlander Rock to. Who would like to go first? Based on nothing, Toby should go first. I can go first. Toby. Okay. Um, I would like to, uh, in my field of rocks labeled with um, different uh, little symbols to tell me which rock goes where, I'd like to press the rock that has an amber spyglass on it. Ooh. And I'd like to travel to the unnamed world that the scientist Mary Malone visits in the book The Amber Spyglass by Philip Pullman, the final book in his Dark Materials trilogy. I don't think this is a spoiler, but if you really don't want to know anything that happens in The Amber Spyglass, don't listen to this. Mm-hmm. In that book, this woman travels to a bizarre world um, full of sentient creatures um, called the Mulefa. They're like little tiny elephants that have four legs and they're built on like a diamond skeleton and they use these like weird seed pods to roll around on. They're like really cute and they're very friendly and they like adopt her and teach her about their world and they also teach her about original sin. Oh. It's a great book. It's a fun world. I always wanted to meet and interact with the Mulefa. Uh, so that's where I would Outlander rock into. Excellent. Nice. Mm-hmm. Should I go next or you want to go next, Andrew? Um, I will go next. All right. Andrew, what's your what's your number three? All right. So I want to start off simple and then get a little more wild from there. What does the rock look like that you touch? So this one here is a real basic sort of round, smooth, pleasant to the touch rock. Mm. Um, and the reason for that is my first rock would take me to Hobbiton before mm. any of the, the stuff goes down. Um, I'm thinking sort of the Hobbit era Hobbiton versus yeah. Lord of the Rings where things start to go downhill. Um, mm. Because there's something very appealing about just like 
a chill lifestyle where everyone is like, nope, it's just time to emphasize comfort and uh, <laughs> what's going to just live in a us, hill. Yeah, live in a hill. What's going to just be chill for us. And uh, I really wanted to emphasize comfort in my first choice. So whenever I need to chill out for a bit, take my rock to Hobbiton. I like that. I would definitely do that. Yeah, I, that's such a good choice that I wish I had put it on my list. <laughs> well, my first choice is a little bit of a cheat. <laughs> I would I would start making fun of you, Bailey. But spoiler alert, my third choice is a massive cheat. So <laughs> I wish I had cheated. Okay, my rock is... This, uh, this, let this be a lesson to you, any children that are, that are listening. If you don't cheat, you just get left behind by the cheaters. <laughs> All right, my rock is like a, a big stone that's like taller than me. So like it's like six feet tall. And it ha- it, it is, how handsome is this town? <laughs> so it's really it's like five foot four. So it's taller than Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's a B on it. And when I press the B, I get transported to the world of the magicians by Lev Grossman. Ah, nice one. I almost went with this. And so this is a cheat because within the magicians, first of all, the magicians world, it's like, you know, it's the regular world, but then you can go to the wizard school break bills within it mm-hmm. um, and you can learn how to, you know, be a magician um, and have magic. And then there's another world inside it, Fillory, which is essentially Narnia. And that's really fun. Cause well, you, scary Narnia. Scary Narnia, yes. But in my world, it's like, you know, everything's fine now. And you can just hang out with stags and unicorns and yeah, no, magic Fillory, keys. Fillory after the events of the entire Magicians trilogy. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, similar to the Hobbiton. I, at first, I was going to go with, you know, just Narnia. And then I thought, well, I can get two in one. Well, that's funny because one of my choices was almost that in-between place. So in the book, The Magicians, uh-huh. they visit, the way they get to Fillory is they visit this, like, gigantic city that's full of, uh, like, fountains. Yeah. And if you jump in a certain fountain, you go to a different world. So I was going to say that city with all the fountains, and I could go to a thousand, thousand different worlds. But that's very dangerous. It's dangerous, but there are characters who do it. Yeah, that's true. You're just asking for infinite wishes. Yeah, basically. So I almost cheated, guys, but then I didn't. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, just randomly... Read The Magicians. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Also watch the show. Don't watch the show. You don't have to watch the show. I like the show. Um, I think the guy that plays Quentin is extremely hot. And I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) Dylan's making (laughs) face. He looks exactly like Dylan. He's married to Rachel Brosnahan. Like, dude can get it. Who's Rachel Brosnahan? Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Go that guy. (laughs) I guess we found out today which TV characters Toby and Bailey think are hot. (laughs) That's the theme of the day. Stay tuned to see if I reveal my secret later. (laughs) (laughs) You you have to now. Um, Okay. Uh, So, Toby, what's your next choice? The second rock that I touch uh, has an image of a turtle on it. And I press it and I am transported to the Discworld from the Discworld series of books by Terry Pratchett. I thought you were going to say people in the trees, and I was like, dark, Toby. Oh, heck no. <laughs> I, let me just say, I'm transporting myself to zero literary novels. Okay. These are all fantasy or science fiction. Okay. Um, for those of you unfamiliar un, uh, with the Discworld, it's a lengthy series of books by Terry Pratchett, uh, humorous fantasy. Um, it's a whole world that's flat that uh, exists on the back of a giant turtle that's swimming through space. There's all sorts of like whimsical adventures you can have. There's magic. There's humor. I specifically would like to see the city of Ankh-Morpork, Pork, uh, <laughs> which is like this disgusting, foul city. But there's all these cool characters that live in it. And I've always, even though it's supposed to be really gross, I've always wanted to see it. So and the, and you can go all around the Discworld. There's all a bunch of amazing places to see. That's awesome. The this, Discworld. This is just making me 
want to watch the show Doctor Who because like yeah. every episode it's like, do you want to go to a historical place? Do you want to go to a fantasy place? We can go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, what's your next choice? I do just want to stress that in Outlander, our hero Claire Beecham does not get to choose what her rocks look like. <laughs> <laughs> the rock chooses you. Um, <laughs> but in this case, my rock, it's shaped sort of like a chicken leg because, <laughs> and I really tried to avoid using a Harry Potter one because I feel like that's always my default, but it just yeah. looms yeah. so large in my life as something that I loved so much. It's hard not to, but I'm specifically traveling when I touch this chicken leg rock to the great hall of Hogwarts only mm. during yeah. meals because <laughs> <laughs> anytime I read those books, the like description of food appearing on the plates and her descriptions of the food always sounded so good, specifically like the opening feast, his first year where it's like, and every food in the world just appeared out of nowhere. And then dessert was there and the cups filled yeah. themselves. I was just like, I'm very hungry, JK. And I blame you for this. Um, Making me hungry right now. <laughs> um, I did consider texting you guys and just saying like, should we say up top, we all want to go to Hogwarts. We all know like we might as well just like put it out there. That's like, that's not even like a, yeah. Yeah, it should but, have been a given, but I, I specifically yeah, no, no. was thinking I about how loving the meal descriptions. So I want to be yeah. at the Great Hall during meals. Nice. Pumpkin, although pumpkin juice, when you really think about it, Probably not tasty. No, you can have it at, at the at the uh, theme park. It's not bad. It tastes like a oh, I had, a, a riff on apple cider. Yeah. Oh, I had butter beer instead when I went to the yeah, park. You can have both. They're pretty good. Nope. You're only allowed to have one. Oh, I was just going to say, if we were treating these rocks as like our tools in the apocalypse, like we did a few episodes ago, that would be very Every useful. Every mini episode. <laughs> very useful. You'd have unlimited food forever. Let me say, I did not bring up the apocalypse this time. The violent end of humanity. <laughs> can you bring the food from the Great Hall to Hobbiton? Well, there's food in Hobbiton. They love yeah, their food, food and drink in Hobbiton there. too. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Sensing like, a theme. I'm sensing a theme here. Can Andrew. you go between them? You know, my place to feast, my place to feast and relax. Let's see what number three is. <laughs> All right, Bailey, <laughs> we'll number two. Number two. My number two is also a cheat. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it's not really a cheat. I just really wanted to go to um, the world of Marie Antoinette. And I yeah. was thinking, like, what book could I use? So okay. it's more like I started with the world and then I went to the book versus picking yeah. the book first. So the book I picked was a book I read when I was a girl, <laughs> little girl, called The Royal Diaries, Marie Antoinette, Princess of Versailles, 1769. And that's, then, I don't think that's cheating. And it's her diary. And she's a young girl. I think it's maybe, like... It's way before, like, this the Reign of Terror. Badly, well, though? that's the thing. In the book, it doesn't get that far. It's... <laughs> yeah, because it's her diary. I mean, she stops <laughs> writing it when she gets killed. Okay, anyway. Let them eat something. Let them, mm, so, I'll figure it out. And it's, you know, she's just in Versailles. She's got her little Hamlet where she plays farm. Um, and she, you guys know about the Hamlet, right? Um, no. She has this place at Versailles. Yeah, you can go to it. And she just missed, you know, the pastoral feeling. So she created a little, like, hamlet for herself, which is kind of troublesome. Yeah. But but <laughs> idyllic and nice. Um, but, you know, in this world, it's kind of like my hobbiton. I'm going to go there. I'm going to wear fancy dresses. I'm going to be in luxury. I'm going to so eat ba all the food. Bailey wants to visit the lovely land of wealth inequality. <laughs> well, <laughs> Every once in I a while, do you just whisper to your new friend, Marie Antoinette, I know how this ends. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to eat this cake. She doesn't. She doesn't. It's not really her fault. She doesn't know. She's brought into it. You know. Oh no! Yeah, absolutely. But I just imagine that being sort of an awkward situation to be in. Yeah, I guess you know how it's going to end. But yeah, Bailey's going to bounce out with that rock before stuff gets dicey. You can enjoy the parties in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. 
All right, number three for me, I'm going to push for my final rock, the rock with an image of a mouse on it. Oh, no. And we are going to visit a lovely sandstone structure known as Redwall Stuart Abbey, Little. baby. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, my. Like, Redwall was one of my formative reading experiences, and anyone who's read it will recognize why you'd want to go to Redwall Abbey. Incredible food crazy history just this idyllic pastoral setting uh where you can do anything you want and there's all this adventure to be had and people will try and take it over and you can go on a quest to prove yourself you can go exploring and go find salamandastron where the where the badgers live uh and also i would be uh a normal human man in this <laughs> i would be gigantic and tower over the entire abbey so, so you wouldn't actually uh, be able to visit it yeah can you go in no i, no, I made that joke uh, i ruled but, them like but, a god <laughs> but realistically i think i just want to be a mouse be like a standard mouse because yeah. then i'd be able to p- participate basic mouse yeah basic mouse one of these days i'm going to read Redwall, and like maybe i'll just be on board toby with everything you're saying i think i honestly no joke you're gonna like it I'm it's, excited. it's fun and it's easy to read yeah all right, uh, Andrew, what's your last pick? So, yeah, this is my one that is a massive cheat, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> Basically, I started, like you, Bailey, I was trying to think of historical times I'd want to visit, I'd want to spend time in, and I couldn't pick one as a big mm-hmm. history nerd. So I was like, do I want to hang out and see like what it was like when Shakespeare's plays were very being produced? Do I want to go to ancient Rome? Do I want to blah, 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 blah. So what I decided was for my third and final location that my rock could transport me to, I would want to go to the Magic Treehouse in the Magic Treehouse series of books. Did any of you uh, read this? These books? No. I'm familiar yeah. with it. Basically, he's saying he wants to go to the inside of the TARDIS. Oh. Sort of. Mm, it's a little different. Okay. Basically, <laughs> the conceit of this book is these these two children find this um, treehouse, and in it are these books that, if you read, transport you back to another time. Um, and they have names like Dinner with Dinosaurs or like mm-hmm. things like that. You can go. So basically, within the 60 or so books that have been written by M- Mary Pope Osborne, um, a lot of areas are covered. I can go to Rome, I can go to the Titanic, I can see all of these things, and I can always get back safely. So yes, it's a massive cheat. Kind of like an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> it's a lot like that. However, you are limited to the books that are in there. I can control where I go in certain ways, but I can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? So, And you don't have a semi-will-they-won't-they uh, they relationship with the person who's running the treehouse? No, I don't. Those are two children who I believe are brother and sister. It's been a long time okay. since I read them. There's <laughs> no romance here. I think this is... This is the this is the podcast equivalent of uh, wishing for more wishes. Yeah. But you know what? I respect it. What if I wish for more genies? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, my last one is not a cheat. Oh, so good good job. Yes. Only two out of three of yours were cheats. Wow. (laughs) Only one of mine Uh, was. (laughs) That's true. Um, My last one is I would like to find a rock and it's just like a little pebble and it's hidden. Um, You can only find it at night and on it is like a little circus tent. I know where you're going. And you pick it up and you get transported to the Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern. <laughs> Bailey is waving her arms around theatrically. <laughs> the Night Circus. The main character in the book is named Bailey. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. It's a boy, though. Anyway, um, what I love about the Night Circus, it's uh, it's a fantasy book. It's a love story, um, but it's focused around the Cirque des Rêves, the Circus of Dreams that appears only sporadically, um, and you and people follow it, um, and inside there's magic and 
fantasy and excitement. Um, and so I just thought it would be fun to see that world and to become one of the people that follows the circus wherever it goes. It's very beautifully rendered in the book as well. It really makes you want to see it. Yeah. Um, and this is a book where I just didn't want the book to end. Like I just loved the world and I sped through it and I was like, oh, it's over. Oh, no. So. She, you, did you mention she's coming out with a new one recently, right? Yeah, it came out, The Starless Sea. I haven't mm. read it yet, but I should. I bet mm. I'll like it. So, yeah, The Night Circus. The Night Circus. <laughs> yes. Is that how they talk uh, there? <laughs> I, I mean, yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go there, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe awesome. one of my books in my magic treehouse will take me there. <laughs> Is one of the books, The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern? Well, I you don't know. You take books I into the treehouse. Can you I, transport? I can't control what's in there. <laughs> can you transport yourself to the author of the magic treehouse and make him or her write more that go to specific places? Hmm. I don't know. There's I a mean, lot to start with here. A, there's an about the author section in the end, so you could transport to that. Yeah, there you That's go. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So great choices, everybody. Yeah, pretty good. I'm going to go out looking. Dylan, where would you go? Uh, Dylan looks like one of those fainting goats right now. Well, I'm surprised, uh, Toby, you didn't do any uh, Douglas Adams stuff because, like, they do have some like cool, like, uh, when they're talking about like, the shipping world and like the restaurants. But they wouldn't be fun to be for there for too long. That's what I was thinking too, because like the Scottish thing and like the historical stuff. Yeah. If we were thinking to theme, <laughs> um, it would be kind of cool to go to like you know some of those times. One of them I was thinking of when you guys were talking about it was like Devil in the White City or some of these historical events that happened that like we just can't our brains can't really fathom. Like you can see like, photos of it. Yeah. So just to expound, Devil in the White City is the um, the World's Fair in Chicago. Yeah, the World's Fair in yeah. Chicago. Where, and it's a whole other city they built on top of it that was built out of wood. So mm -hmm. they destroyed all of it after it was done. And the way that they describe it, it's something that you would kind of want to see yeah. that sticks to theme because there's still danger involved in it. So Dylan wanted us to hew more closely to the Outlander. He just wanted all Scotland. Well, maybe yeah. there's a book about the Columbian Exhibition in the Treehouse. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, good picks, everyone. Good, good job. Um, all right, so uh, next week on the podcast we have a regular episode. I am reading The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexander Dumas, which I've totally finished. Um, um, and Andrew's reading This One Summer by Jillian and Marika Tamaki. Um, while Toby, meanwhile, is reading One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by Ken Kesey. Thanks for listening to the To Read List. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email the To Read List podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Goodreads at goodreads.com slash the To Read List podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at the To Read List podcast and on Twitter at To Read List pod. Thanks to Toby and Andrew for co-hosting the podcast with me, to Dylan for sound recording, to Jillian Beth Durkee for composing our intro song, and to Patrick McGran for remixing it. See you next week. Happy reading. Books, 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 books. books. books.